0: Oh, Hello, good evening and welcome to the latest episode of The Magic Cast. I'm your host Scott Monroe. Welcome to episode 226. Uh, we are recording on a Friday afternoon. Uh, we will be talking about Slavia Praha 2, Roma 0 and then we'll be talking about the Rome Derby on Sunday afternoon slash evening before the lovely november international break with me today he missed monday's pod due to a family emergency uh, i have joey palmeri how are you joey
1: i'm good how are you scott
0: i'm very good i'm back at work next week it will probably be tuesday as uh my work laptop is not working so i have to get a new one so i might have monday off <laughs> 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 or i'll work, work a little bit later after getting my laptop on monday but i'm all good uh it is absolutely freezing in swindon and i've been playing a bit of football manager while enjoying the, the cricket world cup and a bit of the champions league i was listening to the other night of arsenal and it isn't it quite poetic that someone named rooney scores against manchester united
1: that That is poetic justice, like we talked about uh if you if no one's seen this game, even though it's over, I really suggest you watch as a neutral that was a crazy, crazy game uh, uh I was happy like i um I've always mentioned to you, Scott about you know I want Italy's teams to do better for the fifth spot, which we'll get to and when we talk about the Europa League and Roma. And so I want English teams obviously to use lose, sorry because there are a competition, but that game I, even as a neutral, that game was wild, it was really crazy between the penalties, the red cards, the back and forth, and Copenhagen scoring two goals uh, uh, in the 80 plus minute that was just crazy game and then Rooney topping it off was just absolute poetic, poetic justice. What a great match.
0: Yeah, 17-year-old Rooney Bargie. if you play a simulated football game that's just come out, he's worth about £9.5 million. Pounds, and um, Yeah, you'll fill your boots with him. Um, I might give an update on my Roma save later on on Football Manager, but yeah, watch out for the Saudi leagues on Football Manager 24. They do come calling for your players, and if your player's got a minimum fee release clause... Yeah, good luck. As I so found it's out, it's
1: like real life, Scott. It's just realistic.
0: Yeah, That's actually, I'm
1: going in the real football world. So
0: I, I do a quick update. So I am Roma. I'm fourth. Played four games: one, two, drawn two. My Europa League group is Sporting, servette and I can't remember the third team. It's someone else. I think it may be Cluj, but I'm not too sure. I bought. I sold Roberto. Show got rid of. D- d- sorry, Saudi. Our itihad triggered Paulo Dybala's release clause of ten and a half million Euro- pounds. Um, guess what his wages are in Saudi?
1: Oh, uh, I did send did it, it to you by week or by by but, a year?
0: Week. I sent it to you.
1: Oh, I have to check it again. I I, I don't remember. Can you enlighten me again? Seven hundred seventy-five
0: thousand pound a week.
1: My gosh. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why he would go to Saudi. I mean I, I was like, ah oh, that's
0: ridiculous. Oh lovely. And I was like, okay, I got ten million. I got two point one million for Rui Patricio. I bought two players in, uh from at from Atalanta for like four and a half mil and Eduardo Koreshma from Sporting, so he's a centre-back. So I've got four centre-backs and then a the fifth one from Kumbula for ne- when he comes back. And uh, Tiago Amada for next season for 9 million, rising to 19 million, which is not bad. He's uh, he's done amazing, amazing for, for at- 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 Atlanta in the uh in the mls and he's a superstar and played for vales but anyone gets the game it's really really good um it's good for a little bit of downtime um and stuff like that i know i've talked about fm 23 in the past and all the others and and i'll probably get you into the game as well joey
1: oh definitely i'm gonna pick it up when i get more time um and scott i wanted to ask who would pay two million for rui paticio what
0: Ralph R- 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 that, and then his value's gone up to like nineteen million. I'm like, yeah, I've got rid of like two hundred grand off the wage
1: bill. That's I mean week. that's
0: great, but I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah, so I'm shocked about Patricio. Yeah, Patricio is on like sixty grand a week. The bar was like on one fifty or one forty. So that's two hundred k a week off the wage bill. So it's gone down from 2.1 down to like 1.8 and it's like i've got to get rid of the high earners like the high earners are like mancini lukaku is on like 140 i know we're going off on an absolute massive tangent but that wage bill is definitely definitely bloated and all But i'm not i'm gonna leave it at that um i might play a little bit later before watching the genoa game at this evening, there's two Serie A games on today, which could be quite interesting. I think it's Sassuolo, Salernitano and Genoa, Verona, I think it is. And then it's Monza, Torino, tomorrow, and a couple of other games.
1: Yeah, uh, it is. And Sassuolo, Salernitano have the earlier kickoff. Yes. And Genoa, Hellas Verona play the the later one. Um, I'm glad we did the tangent a bit, Scott. I mean, for the listeners, because I don't know if they're going to want to listen about yesterday's uh, spectacle. Let's just say yesterday's terrible, terrible match. Let's
0: let's just dive into it. Let's get our thoughts and uh, <sighs> yeah, what we thought about it. So, Slavia Praha or Slavia Prague two, uh, Roman Neil. Uh, so both teams are now now neck and neck, and neck on, in Group G. Uh, Vaclav Urechka after 50 minutes and a very, 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 very impressive Lucas Mazapust on the 74th minute. Um, so, both teams have won their games against each other 2-0. No qualms, but both teams will qualify, hands down. It's, that's not the end of the world. Um, I'm happy with both teams qualifying, but it's disappointing that Roma go to Slavia Praha with all the comments that were said in, during the week. Uh, we play uh, By a certain chain-smoker manager, oh, Roma are playing a friendly. They're going to arrest a couple of players. Uh, While well, we had to go through it against Nords in the Champions League, well, they did win, but you did lose the other leg, 3-1. Um, there have been mind games going on into the derby. Do you reckon with the performance that some of the players did have the Rome derby on their mind.
1: Absolutely. Whether you want to believe Mourinho or not, uh, which I don't in this case, he mentioned about uh, no one feeling the Derby more than I did. And I was uh, fully focused on this game in basically in those, those words. If you listen to his presser and what he said this morning, um, he didn't really sound like the players were focused on the Derby, although the, the play showed me otherwise. I, I think they, they were. I think their heads weren't in this game. Uh, exactly like Mourinho said, they weren't professional because this was an absolutely important match. It was this could have saved you four extra games. And the four games I'm talking about are the two last Europa League games. Cause if you, if you would have won this game, it's, almost virtually impossible to give up first place. Hmm. And then you're you're missing the two qualifying games from the Champions League group if you do end up coming second, which has a good chance of happening. So as of right now, Roma are um, just behind on goal difference by two. So they got to, if Slavia don't drop any points, Roma and Roma win the last two as well. They got to outscore them by two goals. So... At this was a big game, and Mourinho said it's like even if you know, even if the derby comes around or we do well or whatever the case is, he won't forget this game because they're absolutely horrible, and he's taking blame. I, I think he's right. Everybody was bad. I, I would have maybe saved Sviar. I don't think he was bad at all. There wasn't much he can do. Um, just, but everything from poor marking to poor defending to poor attacking, uh, getting bullied by press no chance is created. The only chance I remember seeing was Belotti's uh, maybe partial break, but he doesn't have the speed to fully get away, and he, he didn't really take a great shot. Other than that, everything was was absolutely poor. I mean, there's nothing to take away from this game, from Roma's end. I think Slavia Praha took it to them and deservedly won the match.
0: I think there was a couple of standouts for Roma, and it was a couple. Uh, Zeki Celik at left wing back. I thought he did okay when he when he switched. Um, had that amazing run. And if he squared it, it could have been one all to Lukaku.
1: Lukaku complained about that. Scott, I I kind of I saw. Yeah, I would have yeah. passed
0: it. I would have passed it. Um, sure. Eduardo Bove played really well in midfield. Uh, yeah, at,
1: he did well
0: at times. Evan and Dicker played well in the second half and was given more freedom. When, when the Slavia Praha players did tire, but the first half was shocking. You can't play like that. They, there's been two away performances, one in Serie A and one in Europe, where there's just been no attacking intent, and they got absolutely mullered yesterday. They got bullied, they got harassed, they got pressed, they got uh, manhandled... Um, and they got what they deserved Uh, it was a really poor performance there were probably about 20 minutes where they did look good and had a couple of chances and then there's just like ugh, no just one ball over the top and then they just the back three just cannot control anything in front of them and they just get torn apart to shreds and it was just diabolical to watch and they couldn't even string three passes together because they get pressed they lose the ball high up and then they get counterattacked and they did that happen time after time after time in the second half and it was it was shocking but the hindsight is they will still qualify out of this group but the reality is they will evidently finish probably second in rea- realistically they should have been finishing top and Avoiding the third place teams at the Champions League, but it's the extra two games you're going to play in early to mid February, and that's more games in the calendar like last season, and then it just that will backfire against Roma later on in the season in Serie A.
1: It definitely can, Scott. Uh, just to go back, I, I think I um, I I disagree a little with uh, with Indica. I I don't like how he was most of the game. I thought he was very passive, especially even the second goal. I want to highlight the second goal. I don't think it was his man to come out to top of the box, but it ended up being that way. Mm-hmm. And he just put his arm behind his back and didn't close down the space. He just like stood there trying to block it. I think you should just go closer to close down the space completely. So I found he was very, very, very passive yesterday. And that's one thing I kind of miss in Ibanez's Iman- game was that aggression. And in Dika, just some games like that, he doesn't show that to me. Uh, quality on the ball, definitely better than Ibanez, but ah, it was just extremely, extremely passive yesterday. And to go on what you mentioned at the end, you're absolutely right. It, we This could end up being two more games in February um again it's not all done we Slavia can somehow drop a game get a tie we can get two wins or if I don't see it but that means Roma has to outscore Slavia in the next two games it's as simple as that but the likelihood is we might just end up being second which is something nobody wanted I said this we needed to finish first there's no reasons why we should not finish first and this poor performance are going to lead us to finishing second, which is which is just sad to see. Honestly, it shouldn't be the case. And this is now our um, 22nd match that we've played in Europe or in Syria. 20, I'm thinking the last 22 matches, we've won only four. It is it is absolutely concerning how bad we are away from home. I was about and to say, is, is
0: this away from home? you did say 22, and I was like, they've won six out of their last seven, but it is away from home.
1: Oh, yes, yes. I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying they're 22 la- uh, way, away matches. They won four. <clears throat> four out of 22 away. I saw that this morning, and actually I saw it yesterday too. It's been all over the place. It's just, It's just terrible. I'm sorry. You cannot set up this way. You cannot be this conservative going into a match like this when there's something on the line to be played for and you're setting yourself up this way and you can't complete passes. I don't know what it is when there's a game on the line so far this year. What I mean by that is you're playing a formidable opponent or you're playing you're playing for something. In this case, we're playing for first place. The players can't string passes together. They can't play the game. They couldn't do it against Inter. They couldn't do it against Milan besides maybe the last 10 minutes. And they didn't do it against Slavia Praha. To me, those are the three games I look at when I look at yesterday's game you're playing either for something or you're playing against someone who's strong, and this is what what it turns out to be this is just it's unacceptable, just completely unacceptable. We have to find ways to uh, move the ball when there's a press when when guys are want to be bullies when they want to press you when they want to play with high. We have to find ways. Of getting around that and we just seem to really to struggle against it and I'm just at loss for words for anybody who watched the match yesterday it was just appalling my head was
0: in my hands which was which is not a good look and I was just like oh. but I thought Roma would have this sort of performance once in the Europa League but it's just disappointing in those four wins is it Spezia, Torino Calorie, and Sheriff and those Are those the four wins?
1: Yes. Oh, because yes. in all of Europa League we didn't want we didn't win any game um from the knockout phases.
0: Yeah, because we um, lost away. in Salzburg during Sociedad
1: Dad, Lost. Uh, lost Feyenoord.
0: and drew Leverkusen.
1: Leverkusen. And
0: and then drew the final, but lost on penalties, which we don't talk about. Yeah,
1: exactly. So we <laughs> haven't four out of our last 22, really. Um, it's bad. I don't even know if we won a, we won, yeah. Uh, the only Europa League away match I believe we won last season was the one with HJKOA. Yeah,
0: HJKL away.
1: Yeah, where we needed the baller to come in and, you know, p- perform some magic because we weren't scoring. But, yeah, because uh, they, lo- they lost lost in ludogorets They drew in... Uh, Battis.
0: Lost uh, the home game against Betis because Luis Ony scored right near the end, I think it was. And I was in Rome for the ludogorets game, which was bonkers. <laughs> um, to be honest, Rome should, really should have been eliminated. But that, thanks to um, some... Officiating, Luderitz had a a goal disallowed, which was it was not contagious at all. Um, I think Ibanez got poked in the eye, and then Zaleski got injured for the sending off. It was a bad challenge, right? In the end. that was one of Zaniolo's last games for Roma, in which he scored two goals.
1: Two goals, yeah.
0: Do you know he's still like four years without scoring at home? for Roma after he's left the anniversary of that was last week sorry going on a tangent his last goal for Roma at home in Serie A was against Napoli in 2019 but now he's in the Premier League not having great fun especially what's going on with the big cloud above him
1: yeah, yeah, there's a massive cloud above him. I, I see some fans complain about him not doing the basic things of passing and looking up. So it's still the same problems that we're gonna we're gonna continue to see with uh with Zaniolo. Yeah. Um But this but this goes back, Scott, to uh like yeah, it's back to just scoring and playing basic footy. We yeah. We're we're we we are we do not do it especially away. I don't know what drives us in our home stadium that we just can't do it away. I I don't get why we play this conservative. I don't know if it's down to the coaching staff or down to the players, but we cannot string passes together and we play terrible and horrific football. It's just, look, we Roma don't play attractive football. Everybody knows this. So we need to get over it. We won't see that. We haven't seen that in a a while and we're not going to see that. But to play this badly, like, come on. Like you 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 come into you wait you know everyone waits the whole week to watch a nice you know a nice big game, and your team doesn't play, and this goes back to Scott like I'm saying time we're playing somebody that uh can do well, well, we don't rebound by playing well, and it's just like I don't know it's just you have all that hype against you, and you come up to watch the game and it's just utterly crap, just remind me of the inter game just i don't i don't, I don't know why. I, I keep giving my going through <laughs> these painful moments. It's just it's terrible. I'm sorry. I just I I don't know what else to say.
0: I don't blame you. It's like I don't the, the home form is really good this season. The home form is is there's no problems at all. It's just the away form. It's been absolutely dire, and it's been quite painful to watch. Like. I think Roma have only won one away game in Serie A this season, if I'm not mistaken, and that was against Calary, a poor calorie yeah. side who came back with that miracle win against Frozzanoni and kept probably Ranieri in a job. What, they were 3 0 down with 20 minutes ago and 1 4 3. They really should have held out at Torino, but they did. Actually, they played okay at Torino. They really should have held out. Um, Hellas, they should have got something out of that. It was just poor defending. Inter. Uh, yeah, the less I talk about that, the better. If I speak, I'm in trouble. Um, Carrie was the good win. Who else have we played away from home this season? Genoa. Ah, Genoa. Yeah,
1: and it was
0: brutal. brutal it was brutal game. diabolical and it was brutal. The The away form needs to be sorted out, but...
1: Scott I, I with with an away form you don't have the home crowd driving you this to me comes down to um it, it's to it's to to counter other teams when they are playing at home and they got the energy of the home fans you got to go there and implant some sort of strategy not the one we're playing where you can play good football and bring the game to them and show that we are better we don't do that that's the thing is we don't we don't get out of people's high press, like we don't counter properly. Well, we don't. I don't think we have the the right players. I always say pace. Roma lack pace. Yeah, the pace. pace. Yeah, it's just. Uh, but you know, then find attacking patterns at work that you don't need as much pace. That's what I'm saying. Get out of people's high press. Know where people are going to be. Always give them the ball, and you have no pressure in front of you. None of this. None of this crap we're seeing. What we're seeing is always like, okay, we're going to defend and we're going to try to take our moments. Yeah, okay, maybe be a little more defensive, but not where you're against Slavia. You don't even sniff aside a goal for 45 minutes. Can't do that. I don't know if it's the players that are shaking because they know there's something to play for or if it's the coach telling them. Against Inter, that's the way they wanted to play. But if you're doing this against Slavia, there's, there's a big problem. You can't be doing that. Not Spe- against
0: Slavia Praha. No, not against a good team who are fighting for the title in in their homeland, and probably the one of the two best teams in the group. Sorry to, no offense to Servette fans or the Sheriff Terraceball fans, but it was just so painful to watch at times. But <sighs> they they will qualify. But evidently, they really should have qualified top of the group, shouldn't they? With the the team, the squad they have, it's probably one of the better squads Roma have had in a long, long while. It's probably missing two pieces of the jigsaw, uh, another centre-half, and probably better wing-backs. But that's it. But evidently, it really should be... Roma should be trying to win this group and stamp their authority on, on on the Europa League. But it was just, it was very meek. It was very passive. It was very meh. And it's time and time again we've had performances like that this season. It's just like, oh, oh this team should be doing better. But...
1: Oh, they should, Scott. Yeah. There's no there's no sugarcoating it. There's no playing it down. This team should be performing better. Um it's just there's no other way to put it. I mean, I personally think there's I'm not gonna open up uh a whole debate about this. Uh I personally think from what we've read in our reports with the Freakins, they're waiting to about, I was hearing February that might change whatever, but they're waiting on certain contract renewals. And I think it's because of this. I don't think it's any other reason. I think it's because of what they want to see on the field. I mean, if, if I was the owner and this is what I see, I'm not going to start renewing, you know, the coach, the GM right away until yeah. I start seeing results. And I, I'm sorry. I just don't think it's good enough right now. I really, I really don't. And again, I'm not blaming a specific individual, just saying the whole structure, whether you count the team, the coaching staff, Pinto, whatever, uh, this is our, this is our situation, but you know, with the financial, um, issues, even if it is, it's still not good enough. Cause I think the team on paper, you're right, should be doing better. We shouldn't be second in the Europa League group. We shouldn't be, t- we shouldn't be seventh in Syria at this point in November, going into the derby i just i i really don't think it's good enough and the away form is not just this season it's been like this for a very very long time
0: been like this for about two years now
1: um right should we talk about the
0: elephant in the room the big game Ah, yes (laughs) sunday there's been some war of words sorry and Mourinho have been going at it um about a potential friendly game that was played yesterday. Um, Lazio have won the last couple. They won the two games last season. Last one was March 2022 with the Tammy Abraham game with two goals and the Lorenzo Pellegrini free kick. Um, Yesterday was the 20th anniversary of the Mancini backheel goal. When uh, Mancini, Amantino, Mancini, and Emerson scored in a 2 0 win, the Cassano free kick, the flick, I think Roma drew the second game 1 0 after it was postponed after that fake rumor of the young child getting run over by the police outside the ground, and then the both Ultras got on the pitch and tried to get the game called off and all that. That was the Two thousand and three four uh, season. How do you feel? Sorry, I'm bringing up a lot of nostalgia, and I, it makes me feel a bit. It, it makes me feel at ease and good. It makes me feel safe. Um, how do you feel going into the Derby? Uh,
1: I I I don't feel happy or confident, nor uh, sad or pessimistic because I don't know what you're going to get from Roma. Yeah. I go in a little more pessimistic, Scott, because the recent game we just played, which was awful. I mean, it was just totally, totally brutal and horrendous to watch. And because to me, Sarri has had Mourinho's number. I mean, he's won three out of the last four against Mourinho, right? Um, how, how many years Sari has been in uh, in Rome now? This is his third two. year.
0: Third year, first, same time.
1: Yeah, third year. How did they? Um, the first season it, they split one and one. Cor- yeah, the first season they split one and one. So <sighs> it's, yes, because they won the first game last Three, year.
0: Two. Yeah, the early yeah. dodgy penalty.
1: That's right. Yeah, and they won the last two. And I'm sorry, Scott. Whether you want to, you know, we blame refereeing, not whatever the red card uh to Ibañez, I thought we'd been outplayed by Sari's team in both games. Both games, yeah. One hundred percent. We did nothing. We did absolutely nothing in the last two against them. Um actually they scored they didn't even play to I I was gonna say great, but once they got that in one of the derbies, once they got that goal from um Ibanez's mistake, they did nothing either. But we didn't do anything. We did absolutely nothing the whole game. And to me, the last two games, we've done nothing at all. We haven't brought anything to Lazio. So that's what makes me pessimistic. The only optimistic part and uh, or something that can go in Roma's favor is I don't think Lazio's been having a great season. They've been like, but so haven't we. But, at le- but I know Lazio has been worse this season, and they're missing a lot from the midfield since Malinkovic-Savic has left. I'm sorry to call me the pessimistic, though, but it's, it's really hard. come into this game. I'm I'm trying to find anything that gives Roma an advantage or that looks optimistic for Roma, but it's very hard. Uh, The only thing is Lazio's form, which has nothing to do with us, which is more about them. They haven't been as great, like I mentioned, but again, Scott sorry has had Mourinho's number. I don't like what he said, and this will bother me. I don't like what the chain smoker says, calling us playing friendlies, um, you know, talking about us staying in competitions and them, you know, leaving Mickey Mouse competitions with the conference league and all that crap. I mean, I don't like the words that he says, but he has our number. We can't say anything back. We can talk talk about the titles, but sorry, he's been beating him lately.
0: Do you talking on the pitch? That's all you got to
1: do. Don't say anything in the press.
0: Be silent. Just don't say anything to get under the skin. Do you talking on the pitch? Um, someone replied to that tweet I put out yesterday and put Gianluca Mancini winner 90th minute question mark. I would absolutely love it if he just scores a winner and then celebrates under the curve.
1: <laughs> I would, God, I would go crazy and enjoy it, but you know, I would want that game wrapped up earlier to be <laughs> yes, honest. I don't, say, say. To <laughs> I don't want to go through the heartache of going through a whole game and, you know, another last-minute winner. Oh, I'll
0: take it, especially in a derby. But no, um, I, that was that was a bit of a tongue-in-cheek. Um who have been quite poor. I watched the game against Bologna last week. The first half, both teams cancelled each other out. Second half, Bologna played really, really well. I'll tell you what, they'll be a contender for a top-six finish this year. They play some really good football. Tiago Motta will be at one of the seven sisters next season. I know that you want him at Roma if or when... That
1: is my choice, yes. If if or when
0: the the special one leaves, um, because his contract does end in summer, that will be a topic for a different day. Um, But no, Lazio did struggle. Um, I know they've struggled to score this season. I wonder if they're starting to phase Mobley out the team. He's been such a star for them for seven seven or so seasons. I oh, know he struggled last season with injury. They've got what Tati Castellanos, who was at New York and then he was at it was Girona last season in La Liga. Yeah, that uh,
1: wonderful four goal game.
0: Yeah, he scored against Real Madrid. Um and then Jerome
1: actually, first thought. Sorry. F- they
0: cool. top in La Liga and absolutely flying. It's unbelievable. Yeah. That's the story <laughs> so far in football this year. But no. Um, but I wonder if they're starting to phase him out of the team. Um, they've lost Milinkovic-Savic. They've gone in a new direction in midfield. Uh, they brought Kamada, who I wanted Roma to sign, but I don't think. With the non-EU regulations after signing Paredes, they've got Asmund as well as mm-hmm. non-EU and they, I think you can only sign two non-EU players per season um, but they've they've been pouring games, I watched them against Atalanta, and I, they won that game 3-2 but they were quite lucky to, to win that I think they came back from 2-0 down to win that 3-2 if my memory serves me right but they've struggled a bit in Europe they had that great draw against, um, Atletico in Madrid, but Providell scored his second career goal after scoring for Juve Stabia. Um, a great header. That, but, was, wild. that was wild, but I am the cynicism, the cynicism in me, the cynic, and I am a glutton for punishment as my team did get beat seven, four last weekend. I'm actually quite looking forward to this. <laughs> um, I think Roma will try to like just try and get something out of the game because they've lost the last two derbies. They probably want to wrong the 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 rights. That's right, right the wrongs of the last season. So I got that mixed up. And just try and get something out of it. Um, I've actually got Gazetta's formation in front of me um, if it hasn't crashed. Because <laughs> my laptop is like I got to do a restart after we finish recording. Um, I think it's got a, a, a decent team for Roma. It's the three-five-two. Uh, Rui and goal, Mancini, Lorente, and Dicker. Karsdorp, Cristante, Paredes, Awa, Zaleski, Dybala, Lukaku. It's not a bad predicted eleven.
1: No, it's uh, it's certainly not. I think Spinazzola is yeah. going to play in Zaleski's spot for sure. I just better not see Christensen. I'm going to th- throw my hands in the air if I have to see him.
0: <laughs> I think Spinazzola is injured.
1: He's been back to group training since yeah, same before with, Slavia Prokma.
0: Same with Pellegrini. And also for, in, uh, for Inter, for Lazio, it's... Uh, Provodal, Lazari, Patrick, Romagnoli, Hassai, Guendozi, Nicola Rovella, Luis Alberto, Felipe Anderson. I will say that in a Portuguese way. Chiro, Marbode, and Pedro. Um, that's that's the 433. Three. Uh, zaccagni is injured. I saw that earlier and I was like, oh, that's a big blow. That's
1: Yeah, big. that is because he's he does well against roma and he Scott, you, you brought up a you brought up a good thing about um for being optimistic it it actually made me think of one thing if if there's any, ever any optimism i can i can see on roma's end is when we talked through in this podcast we saw we said roma and i think we both believe that their minds weren't in the slavia game because their minds were at lazio so if you're thinking of the derby this well, that early, and that that was all that's in your mind, I can see a good Roma going up to it because it's something they didn't want to lose. So that's some good optimism um, going in Roma's favor, although it did cost you the last game you played. Mm-hmm. But if that's really the case, I can see Roma coming to put in 100% effort, especially uh, before the break. But we need to see them attack the other team. This is, again, another formidable opponent. None of this sitting back bullshit, um, just waiting for that one opportunity. No, they need to attack this. You're at the Olympico. Don't care if you're away. You're still at the Olympico. You play on that pitch all the freaking time. Just please, just attack the other team. and Show them why you have the better players and you have the better team, especially that they're better on paper. Just just show it. That's all I want to see Roma is just to show it and this would be a good sign going up into the international break cuz they can cut the um they can, they can cut down um and reduce the points they they're away from fourth cuz i think they're four points away from fourth right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it be a good good chance to separate from Lazio and get closer to what Roma's objective is which is to end in top 4. Potentially top 5 by the way cuz if no one noticed if no one knows, I let you.
0: I'll let you do this because. Oh it, yeah,
1: fifth place. The floor uh, is
0: yours. The floor is yours, as we're yeah, probably coming fifth, to the end of the pod.
1: Yeah, fifth place. If you do well in Europe, your country, like I said, if you're top two, um, fifth place makes. Uh, sorry, fifth place gets another Champions League spot for the newly format formatted Champions League next year. So right now, Germany are first in the table for how they've done in Europe. While um, Italy are second, and Germany are only first, it's because you I think you get uh, points for qualifying, and their teams have qualified already, some of them while I Italy were be, uh, right. Italy were just it's more of a formality for some of the Italian teams, such as I think Napoli are for sure gonna qualify. Uh, it, I think Roma are going to qualify. I think Atalanta. So just to, and I, think I think Atalanta
0: have already qualified.
1: Okay, so then it's Fiorentina. So it's yeah. just a formality on those. I think Inter have already qualified. So the only ones we're not sure of is teams like Lazio and Milan um, that haven't qualified yet. And they're the ones we don't know if they're dropping down to Europa League or not. But like I said, we're second right now. We're ahead of Spain. Um, and we're ahead of England too. So if we can just keep this up, it'd be good to have a fifth spot and hopefully uh again make championship. But you want to show it? Like I said, Scott, just come and show me what you got on the pitch. Show me what you have against Lazio. Beat them. It's been over a year. We have not beaten Lazio, and I do not want to hear Lazio fans afterwards uh saying how they beat us again and again. Like we gotta just we have Lukaku now, we have Dipala. Healthy, we have to go there and show it. And we might see a surprise start, Scott. If you saw a report about your formation, I heard something about maybe a surprise start for Renato Sanchez. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know if he'll start Awar. I he hasn't really shown much lately. I know those are the predicted formations. But Awar hasn't really shown much lately. I, I don't blame him, though. I think our style hasn't really suited him very well. He's a, you know, he's a player that I think you should you want the ball more, like as a team, and that makes him more effective, and we just haven't had that. So um, I think he'll come into his own, but we'll see in the Derby if he starts. He's one of my question marks along with uh, Zaleski, where Kaspina is back in training, but we'll see. But again, show me what you have. Bring the, bring the game to bring Calcio to Lazio. That's how I'll end it.
0: When you started saying "show me what you have," I was literally going to think you're going to start saying "show me the money."
1: I thought of it in my head, but it—I mean, <laughs> I'll use it in a foot. Yeah, I just there's uh, Roma definitely need that. Show me the money for the financial. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, their f- financial uh, case, but yeah, they're fucked they, <laughs> pretty exactly. much. Yeah. But they need to show me what they got on the pitch. We'll, we'll use it for a football term. So, show me what you got. Um. Well, if they
0: make that top five and they get the Champions League money, that will help with the financial ease going forward. Um, just hope all the Italian clubs do really well in Europe, and th- that means finishing fifth in uh, in the uh, in Serie A does get you Champions League. And I think it is it the top two uh, countries get the extra allocated spot. So it, at the moment. It is Germany and um in England.
1: No, at the moment it's Germany and Italy.
0: Italy, sorry, England. Duh. Why did I say that? Germany and Italy. Sorry, I I was thinking about someone else. I apologize.
1: <laughs> and, that was, a, that was a slip. Germany. I'm I'm. I don't know if I'm as worried about Germany because um. Well, the big one is Milan versus Dortmund. I Trust me, it pains me to have to root for teams like Milan and even Lazio, but I'm doing it just as a benefit. For Roma it's the only reason I'm doing it in Europe is because I, I obviously want that fifth spot giving uh, an extra chance for Roma to make it so again we'll see what happens but I don't know if Germany will stay up there because Union Berlin are not going to even be in the Europa League I think they're going to be dead last so that if you take a, a one team completely out of the competition early that's a that's a big boost for the other countries so that might happen and even Sevilla. Sevilla are last in their group and they're absolutely poor. They might not even make the Europa League. So if they don't, that's a team out for both, you know, for both uh, England and Spain, which Spain is always a a, a big competitor of ours. So yes. again, we'll see. Even if a team makes Europa League, you don't get that point for qualifying because you drop down but if you can go far in Europa League I mean it's not bad so Milan can do very well even if they make Europa League so you still get points for that same with do it as well
0: Severe loss to Arsenal on Wednesday night I listened to that game and they sounded quite bad and I've seen the goals and they're quite poor um
1: they fired that, their coach
0: yeah it's Diego Alonso now who's in charge he's Uruguayan um I think, oh, and also, they play in the derby this weekend.
1: No, oh, I hope Betis wins, Scott. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. if, like, the fact that they fired their coach and, like, they're just a, such a shit team and we didn't win that final, oh, it just Get bothers out. me more every day. Get out. <laughs> I just, I, I, Scott, I'm sorry. It pisses me the fuck off that they're that bad. They're that bad going into the season. They're awful. They're awful in Europe they just such a shit team. And we had some, um, uh, I, I don't want to start with that referee that's back in the Premier League. Just, yeah. yeah. I just, I can, Scott. I'm, I, I don't want to go on another tangent and start swearing. And I, I can't I can't do it. But anyways. We might get, up, we might get
0: a, an e-warning on a, on Spotify. Um, on that lovely referee, he's doing the Man City Chelsea game, I think.
1: Terrible. I, um, I don't get how.
0: Did you see the penalty it gave for Preston North End?
1: Awful, oh. I saw it. Awful, and he got promoted back up. I, I oh. don't get the, I don't get the English uh, association. I don't get the Premier League what they're doing. I really don't. I'm covering my my head with this when I when I speak because it just it's giving me a headache. It's just ah, uh, he's just such a bad referee, Scott, and I can't I just ah, uh, I can't speak about him anymore. <laughs>
0: And I think, Joey, on, a, on that note, we'll probably give this podcast a, uh, to a finish because I don't want you to uh, do yourself any more damage uh, trying to think about Anthony Taylor. Um, guys, you can follow us at lemagicast.com. You can find the previous back catalogue of 225 episodes on your website. And you can follow us on all podcast platforms, like Apple, Spotify, Podbean, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Joey, thank you for joining me on this Friday evening slash afternoon.
1: Thank you, Scott, and uh, Forza Roma for the Derby. Let's hope (laughs) it's a good one. Fingers crossed. I think if my memory serves me
0: right, Roma haven't won an away derby since December 2016. (laughs) Oh, my God. Don't quote me on that. I will do my research and my facts going into this. I think that's correct. I'm but I believe too-
1: you, Scott, because it has, been, it has been a while, a long while.
0: It was the infamous Kevin Strutman, Danilo Cataldi water bottle game.
1: Yeah, so two, it ended being
0: 2-0.
1: 2-0. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I miss Strutman, but yeah, I remember.
0: And Naingilan scored the second goal from about 30 yards out. Uh, I miss him too. <laughs> uh, cheers for listening. Enjoy your weekends and pray for a Roma victory over the Derby. Ciao.
1: Ciao.